0: In a time beyond man, three canine strangers are called a Dachshund, a Bloodhound, and a Shepherd Husky mix. Their mission: to retrieve a magical stick and return it to the last living human. The beholder's eye presents fetch quest. pick up as you guys are arriving at Silvertail Manor for your dinner with the illustrious Silvertails. And as you guys are are getting up to the front gates, you can see that there are two guards standing outside. uh, It's a very large estate, not quite a castle, but just a very large house that looks like it's been added on to several times over the years to help expand its its reach and the two guards that are standing out front are uh both golden retrievers they look very very happy to be doing the job that they're doing and as you approach you hear a voice call from from your left uh, you didn't forget a- about me did you and uh you see frederick kind of running up to you from one of the side streets i could still come in with you you guys are still okay with that so i think we've uh yes this is fine now so we're
1: all, are uh, completely prepared and, uh, ready for anything after that amazing bar fight.
0: Awesome. Uh, uh bar fight. Oh, yeah. So well, don't start anything. Luckily, I, uh, I had just gotten off my shift when that started up, so... I didn't have to deal with any of that or else i'd probably st- still be down there taking statements you noticed that he is uh when you guys met him earlier he was in a guards uniform pretty plain clothing but now he is dressed in what looks to be the finest clothing that he could possibly afford on a guard salary but it's very obvious that he was trying to dress to impress i guess you would say <laughs> frederick was a german pincher right Yeah, he was a German pitcher. Okay. As you guys walk up to uh, these two guards with Frederick in tow.
2: Dahlia is terribly underdressed, and she just doesn't give a fuck.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask. Darius and uh, Roger, what are you guys wearing?
3: I'm pimped out, big pimping, like, best doublet and fancy robe. And a hat with a feather in it. All right.
1: (laughs) Darius? Darius isn't particularly, like, bothered as much as maybe you might think he should be um he's still wearing the leather trousers and he's got a leather waistcoat and he's got a he's got a shirt on though a nice white kind of slightly billowy shirt and um some nice boots we we
3: did hit uh uh in or a hotel before we came up to the dinner right oh
0: yeah
2: but Dahlia's probably still wearing clothes that have a little bit of blood on them from the bar fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: mm. yeah, I like that. <laughs> As the four of you now approach, the one on the left raises a hand and says, Hail, are, are you all here for... You're the you you're the four... Well, it was supposed to be three, but you get guests. It looks like you only brought one guest. You guys are here for the dinner, right?
1: Yeah, so the four others would be here for.
0: Hmm? Yeah, Mr. Silvertail said to expect you... Um, He... Kinda figured you'd bring more than one guest with you, but that's okay. I look down my nose at him because I
3: don't talk to guards. He's
1: beneath <laughs> me. Darius, I don't know if Darius is going to do anything, but Darius is going to look around and say, uh, uh, actually look around to see if there's anyone else who might be nearby. And he's going to ask them, it's like, if there's any other guards by the door. So would you like to go to a dinner this evening? There's two
0: spaces going to the dinner. The other guard that's standing there kind of gives you a blank look and he just says, me, me, sir? Um, I've never actually gotten to dine with Mr. Silvertail. That would be a great honor. And the other guard smacks him in and he says, Dummy, you're on duty. You can't go. this isn't how unfortunate. There's another time, maybe. Hmm? But the main guard says, All right, well, y'all four, go ahead and head on in. Jefferson in the foyer will take your uh, cloaks and any weapons you might have on you just for safekeeping. We, we're not worried about y'all attacking anybody or nothing like that. But it's not really proper etiquette to have your fighting utensils next to your eating utensils, if you know what I mean. <laughs> And he kind of knocks on the door, and a little slot opens up, and you see another set of eyes look out. The doors open inward, and you can see two more golden retrievers on the inside. Uh, Just kind of, one of them obviously got up and opened the door. The other one's sitting at a table. That looks like they were playing some sort of card game at before you all arrived. And they kind of wave you through and close the door behind you. And as you come out into this courtyard, there is... in between the kind of outer wall of this estate and the estate proper. The gardens are extremely well-manicured. Uh, there are several flower beds nearby, and there are types of flowers that... Well, actually, you know what? Everybody make me a nature check. 20. Darius not wounded. Okay. Dahlia? 18. Darius, you get a big whiff of these flowers, and it actually kind of stings your nose a bit and it makes you start sneezing uncontrollably and you might you might be uh, allergic to something that's out here.
1: <laughs> it takes Darius back to a really painful experience when he was once by his father dragged to the town of Poodle and uh, <laughs> made and just everything there is really
0: aromatic and perfumey and he just he just hates it. Uh, Roger and Dahlia on the other hand, you recognize some of these flowers to be uh, like a special breed that are made to almost smell like meat like cooked meat
4: Mm, meat flowers
0: but you'd know they're extremely expensive like it's that gives you an impression of
4: these guys are pretty well off
0: and as uh you approach the the front doors they actually swing inward as well and uh there is a australian collie Standing. it wouldn't be funny if the Australian sheepdog was a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got one blue iris and one black iris, and he is very, very well groomed, has sort of a mutton chop look to his the hair around his his point of order. Is it's
3: like a black uh, black poop pupil on a black iris. yes, on a white eyeball. Yes.
4: You got a weird eye man. It's <laughs> freaking me out.
1: This is a well-known condition, yeah. The via die, yeah. The via die. Thank you. Sir. It's, medical. it's medical. That's what they call it officially.
4: I
3: hold out my weapon, my sword and shield, like he's expected. To oh take yes. Them.
0: Yeah, and he says, ah, uh, yes, um, uh, and he gives a small double clap, and uh, some Pomeranians come from either side of you. Uh, they're very old-looking, and they are all dressed in very nice-made outfits. They all appear to be females, and they start coming up and start trying to take your weapons off of you, and Roger, you're just kind of holding yours out, and they, they strip you of your weapon and your cloak. No,
3: there's a caveat there. I give them my weapons, but I keep my cloak. I just, like, throw it over my shoulders and toss back my hood because okay. it's part of the outfit. It's my chameleon cloak.
0: Okay, they they try to insist on taking it. <laughs> uh, they try to insist on taking it, but... Uh, I just
3: glower at them. They're fucking servants. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, they they default to you. Um, uh, Dahlia? right don't
1: Pomeranians always look young, though? Like, don't, don't they always look like puppies? Much, I can't, yeah. can't imagine an old Pomeranian. They're, they're... Just...
2: I, th- I think they just start getting, like, that white up their yeah. nose that you can start to tell they're, like, senior dogs.
0: Okay. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dahlia.
2: <laughs> yeah, so they try to take Dahlia's battle axe, and she just kind of does that thing where she holds onto it for, like, three beats too long <laughs> and then surrenders okay. it. But she's not happy about it.
0: Okay, uh, and the one that is kind of struggling with you on it is like, it's all right, you'll get it back. <laughs> <laughs> Darius? Darius
1: just hands it, he just hands it to it, doesn't give a damn. Just there, takes a the crossbow. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so Jefferson waves a hand and says, uh, please come. You will go into the dining room and uh, I shall announce each of you. And.
2: You got a ballroom, man?
0: <laughs> Normally...
2: Thank God, I was like, did Roger really not respond to the ballroom? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Googling old Pomeranians. <laughs> oh God.
1: Darius <laughs> should just be like, uh, let's see, uh, uh, so you should let Roger introduce himself. Huh? He insists on <laughs> introducing himself everywhere we go.
0: Well, I was going to say you would—you would normally, both of you, uh, Roger and Darius, as nobles, would know that typically in situations like this, you—if you didn't have like a footman with you, somebody to announce you from your own uh, entourage, you would typically tell this person who is about to announce you like what your titles are, but. And it's, it's also customary for them to ask that of you, not to, you know, expect you to give them that information. And Jefferson doesn't do this. He just immediately turns around and starts leading you towards the dining room. So Jefferson leads you into um, the dining room, and he opens these large, uh, very large double French doors. And as they swing inward, you see... A very ornate dining room. The floor is appears to be a very fine marble. Uh, The table that sits in the center of the room is huge. It looks like it could sit up to 40 people around it. And tonight, there's actually about half that number sitting there uh, directly across from you when you enter sitting in the middle of the table in the two largest chairs you see a pair of carry blue terriers uh, male and female and they seem to be the Silvertails. you would know the patron of the house is patrick silvertail and the matron is cynthia sitting to either side of them there are well sitting next to Patrick, there are three empty chairs. And um, beyond that, there are several chairs that are full of several different breeds of dog, ranging um, all the way from Malamutes to Bull Terriers to what was that other one? Dandy Dinmont Terriers. Uh, And they all appear to be of some nobility. Roger and Darius, you know, with your Nobleman backgrounds. I oh. wanna, I wanna, I wanna
1: know yeah. though. There's the Mrs. Silver tail? Does the does like Lady Silver tail? Is she got a beard also, like the other one? <laughs>
2: I thought, I thought you were gonna ask if the carpet matched the oh, drapes. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, it, they, you got fur everywhere. Like it's <laughs> generally the same color. She um, dies just that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see, upwards of twenty nobles uh, sitting around this table, and as you enter, they're all looking expect expectantly expectantly at you. Jefferson clears his throat and announces uh, the three of you, and he says, uh, "For the good silver tales this evening, we have Roger Roughhouse McGruff, uh, Baron of McGruff Mountain, Barony." And that's his only title. I'm still <laughs> hoping like there's a goldfish that gets introduced as well. With him we have Darius Dashhand the Third, Master of Puddle, Prince of the Dashhandland, East Hunland in the Hunland, sworn pup protector of the Royal Hunland and the Greater Hundian Commonwealth. Hello. So we're standing at the top
3: of the stairs. <laughs> they announce us or something like that. Right at the entranceway. Yeah. So I would like to look at Darius
0: and be like,
4: you got a lot of
0: names, man. And accompanying these two gentlemen this evening, we have uh, Sireless Dahlia Shepherd. Can
1: Darius jump across, just just lean over and say, the, the, the Darius, (laughs) the the Dahlia, (laughs) the Dahlia Shepherd, the one and only (laughs) Dahlia Shepherd.
3: (laughs) So so after you say- Charmed, I'm sure. After you call her Sireless, I would like to look at her and be like,
4: SO ARE YOU LIKE DOG JESUS?
0: <laughs> Je- Jefferson uh, turns to you and gives you perpe- perplexed <laughs> look like you should know this already and he's just like, No, it means her parentage is not of nobility or easily discernible. She's a mutt, Serving shit <laughs> and talk back! I figured you would know this of your traveling <laughs> companion. <laughs> Uh, you get the impression that Jefferson is not—it it might be a little bit more than a servant around here. He's—he's kind of the master of the house servants. <laughs> little Downton wasn't, Abbey vibe. Wasn't
2: Jefferson the guy that wanted to come in with? No, that's, us? that's
0: Frederick. Uh, he doesn't get announced oh. though. He's just kind of like standing meekly behind you, and uh, he's the and guest exactly. And <laughs> Jefferson leads you around to where the three empty seats are, but before he kind of gets to that point he gets to one of the last empty seats near where the nobles are and he uh motions for frederick to sit kind of basically about as far away from the silver Tails as he can be without being on the opposite side of this grand table and th- you guys leave frederick there and follow jefferson over do, or do you say anything do you do you want to try and get frederick a seat next to Not you guys yet.
2: at least i won't you guys Uh, Dahlia goes and sits next to Frederick.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jefferson gives you a look and he says, I mean, you can sit there if you'd like, but there is a nice seat up next to, uh, Mr. Silvertail that, uh, we were expecting you to sit in, but...
2: Oh, and, uh, she's a little surprised because a big fuss was made about the sirelessness (laughs) of her heritage, and she goes and takes the seat that was offered.
0: And yeah, he he leads the three of you to the the seats next to Mr. Silver Silver Silvertail. As the three of you take your seats, um, Jefferson hurries off uh, back through the doors you came in and closes the doors behind him. And now, a brief intermission. Hey everybody, it's your DM Andrew. I'm here to tell you about a new sponsor that we have, LibrisArcana.com. They are a dice service that does monthly subscription boxes with dice in them. Every month you subscribe to them and you get a new set of dice. Their dice are amazingly designed and some of the prettiest dice we've seen. We were very lucky to secure a sponsorship with them. So what they'll be doing for us is if you go on Libra's Arcana and subscribe to their monthly dice service, uh, you can get 20% off your first month subscription by using the code BEHOLDER at checkout. Once again, get on there, get your first month subscription, and you'll get 20% off with the code beholder put it in at checkout and you'll be good to go
5: attention new agents this is me dr byron brimstone director of the omen that's the office for occult monitoring examination and negation i'm here to give you a short intro into the adventures of the omen investigations team Join us on a comedy role-playing podcast set to the modern world, where three agents travel the globe to deal with demons, cultists, and conspiracy theories. Follow the exploits of Koala Jackson, an amnesiac Australian with a dark history, Yeah. Annabelle St. John. A gun-sticking girl from the Deep South.
2: Is it a gun cult or is it a
5: pony cult? And Dr. Martin, a disgraced former professor from Sweden. I mean, I am from Sweden. If you like listening to people search for monsters, aliens, entities from beyond the void, and other such hoo-ha, then you should check out Omen Investigations on all good podcast apps. Bibstone out. Dolores, remind me why we're podcasting our top-secret operations again.
3: (laughs) Those are from me, the Ben
5: Right.
0: Podcasting is uh, becoming pretty ubiquitous, and there are a lot of services out there that offer podcast hosting, which is probably the most important part of podcasting, because if you don't have your podcast uh, hosted somewhere, nobody's ever going to hear it, (laughs) and... We went through a few different podcasting hosts at the beginning of our show, and while we had pretty good experiences with all of them, we found that Shortwave is the best fit for our show. Shortwave is a podcast hosting, syndication, analytics, and dynamic content stitching platform built on the belief that professional-level podcasting tools should be available to everyone. Not just professionals. And as we are sponsored by Shortwave, uh, you can go ahead and go over to their website, www.goshortwave.com, to start your free 14-day trial of hosting on Shortwave, which includes show and episode-level listener analytics, embeddable episode players, unlimited upload and download bandwidth, and two free hours of dynamic content stitching that helps you build your episodes from multiple clips, all in your browser. Again, you can go to www.goshortwave.com for a free 14-day trial of everything that Shortwave has to offer Shortwave, the platform for adaptive podcasting And now, back to the show Mr. Silvertail turns to the three of you and he says, I'm so glad that the three of you could join me tonight. We... We are in for a very entertaining evening. We have a few bods coming in and, um... I hope that they will, uh... Impress you greatly. I would like to propose, um a bit of a partnership with the three of you here in a bit, but first we will we will have dinner and festivities.
2: Are, are they bards or barks?
0: <laughs> we'll say they're the, uh, the three bards of Barkington. <laughs> Famous in all the land for uh, their acapella stylings. <laughs> Mr. Silvertail uh, picks up a small bell sitting on the table and gives it a, a quick little ring and Almost instantaneously, uh, several service doors on either side of this dining room open up and uh, at least 15 of these old-looking Pomeranians um, come out carrying trays covered in every manner of food you could ever want, really. And uh, I mean, there's at least six different kinds of roast and ground and boiled meats (laughs) uh and there there are exotic looking fruits and vegetables from all over the continent and uh as they're laying this feast out before you silvertail uh turns to the three of you and he says now um i understand that you three have been given a quest i would like to get in on this quest
4: can you say that again
0: <laughs> you were pulling the Stewie there with the whip. <laughs> quest. Is, do you uh, do you have a problem with how I say quest? I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> but no, he pointed out, I'm good now. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he he says, uh, I, I would like to get in on this um, venture and give you my support. I believe I, you've actually met um, my loot. Tenant already.
4: He's it's a It's not bit... that Jefferson guy, is it?
0: No, he's a bit zealous in his job. He's a bit up and he
4: needs <laughs> to learn his place.
1: He's not the dog which is tied up in the middle of the hallway. He's a, as a right, in him. No. the middle of the um,
0: courtyard. I guess.
2: Is it the guy we brought as a guest? Frederick? <laughs> is he sitting at the <laughs> no, table? That would be
0: crafty <laughs> as hell of him. Well, this actually does um, give me great faith in his abilities to be discreet. I did tell him not to um, reveal who he worked for until... Is it Reginald? He had your uh, agreement. Um, no, he's...
1: Is it Pomeranian number no. two? It's not he that was asshole <laughs> Jeff, is it?
0: No, he was the uh, the greyhound that stopped you guys in the beginning when you left the tower.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh, do,
3: do we know that is who...
0: No, obviously, none of you made that connection, so but but have we now that he told us? No, he's not gonna tell you he he's just that's basically like he's like um you know i'm i'm he's happy with the discreetness that he got from this guy because he knew how zealous he might be, and, and
4: I don't work with people I don't know, so who's your guy
0: um, he should have propositioned you uh when you left the- we get a lot of those. The Wizard's Tower. Anyways, I've, I've done a lot of research on the three of you. Um, Darius, I'm I uh, was sad to learn of your mother's passing. Um, I I was actually friends with. So she died a good number of years ago, ago.
1: So uh, she died very very young. I was a very little pup, So uh, this is quite into history now. Uh. Kind of random, suddenly picks it up in the middle of the conversation over
0: dinner, but... <laughs> he says, well, uh, unfortunately... I guess my... I
1: two of us. I'm also very sad that she is dead. Unfortunately,
0: uh, my business but, dealings uh, here um, have kept me from maintaining the uh, contacts I had back in my youth. And uh, unfortunately, your father and I fell out of friendship, I guess you would say, uh, many years ago shortly before the death of your mother, Um, and I was very sad to see her go.
1: Or or hear her Oh, this is interesting. So, can I uh, roll to know if I actually know who this person is from my previous uh, history? So, uh, I rolled as very good... five plus whatever my modifier is <laughs> i could probably do that uh, you with have a arm.
0: vague recollection recollection of your father um talking shit one night when he was really drunk about uh a man named patty uh silvertail okay no fair enough
1: are you uh so how did you come to uh be in charge of this town, Mr. Paddy Silvatel
0: Says oh, he, he uh, kind of lets out a laugh he... and says, "Ha, oh, Patty, I haven't heard that name in in years." Um, I I happened to um, find a a considerably rich vein of ore in my youth, and um, it took me quite a few years to work up the capital to have it mined and. Processed, but once i did that was pretty much the basis of my uh fortune since then i have made several some would say very um lucky decisions uh over the years in where i've invested my money and it's uh it's done me pretty well but uh, that aside uh roger you're great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. He was a very formidable detective, correct?
4: Yeah, but most of the continent knows that.
0: Well, I was just wondering if those skills uh, had passed themselves on down through. How are we situated
3: around the table?
0: Uh, You are, all three of you are sitting immediately to his left. I would imagine you probably sat directly next to him.
3: Okay, uh, so I would like to very... Darius Very noticeably, Dahlia. look at mm-hmm. Darius and Dahlia and be like,
4: "I don't think we should trust this guy." Just like, so I am going to right definitely
1: trust him. I, 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 I do not want to hear it, uh, Roger. I'm going to trust him at least as long as the rest of this meal lasts, so, yeah. and say at least, so <laughs> at this point, at least at point, another course to, right
0: to go, right and
3: to stand up and walk to the other side of Darius and Dahlia and sit down on
0: that end. There's a person sitting there Um, (laughs) There's a uh, Great Dane Sitting there
3: I'll tap him on his shoulder and be like
4: Give me your seat
0: (laughs) Of course And he gets up and takes your seat Next to Mr. Silvertail. And then I sit down and start eating again. And
3: Mr. Silvertail is ignoring like... Silvertail.
1: <laughs> it's it time the bar start, and this looks like a game of musical cheers. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> so of which. Dahlia
2: oh. doesn't move or say anything, but uh, she's definitely silently agreeing with Roger.
0: Around this time, you guys have had a, a chance to eat for a while, and uh, Mr. Silvertail. Um, kind of slams his hand on the table a couple times and he yells out uh, it's time for the pods!" and the the main doors are immediately thrown open and three bull terriers come tumbling into the room and you all quickly realize that uh they are a kind of like acrobatics what, would, what, would, what is that called? Like um, acrobats. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're putting on an tumblers. acrobatic display. Tumblers. Thank you. They're a group of tumblers, and as they start to go through their routine, and everybody's kind of finishing up their meal, uh, servants come out and they clear away the table. And while these three bull terriers are performing, uh, Mr. Silvertail leans around that. Great Dane, uh, and the Great Dane just looks so happy to even be there, and, uh, he leans around him, and he speaks directly to, uh, Dahlia now, and he, he says, Dahlia, uh, Shepherd, was it? Yep. We couldn't find out much information about you, other than the fact that most, most people would, uh, have said that you're a, a mutt, correct? You're not yep. of a pure blood lineage. Yep,
2: there's not many more ways to say that. <laughs>
3: Good thing you didn't try that shit with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm definitely making this guy unlikable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says, uh well Should just keep keep going, just
1: keep going with it.
0: That is unfortunate. Um I don't see why the wizard would have chosen someone of your stature, but You must be a formidable warrior, at least.
2: Dahlia just continues to eat silently. She sort of, she, can she see where her battle axe is from here?
0: Uh, I would say, uh, you would know that it is a couple rooms away. Like, it's, you would have to go back through the foyer and there's like a little coat room off to the side of that.
2: She sort of side eyes towards the door like she she knew she shouldn't have let that out of her sight.
0: Point of order here like, uh, eating utensils. Yes. What are we using? Do we have forks and knives? You all know, like fucking dogs, you just eat with your hands and like they bring you bowls. Do we bowls have human just, hands rah, rah, rah. that come up? No, behind of course us you have utensils.
4: And... <laughs> <laughs> you were looking at me so like.
3: Well, no, we've already discussed <laughs> that although they use bowls, it looks like fancy bowls,
0: dinner. they don't eat like dogs actually. No, do. they, uh, the yes. drinking is different. The the you drink out of everybody drinks out of bowls, but the eating food is you eat off plates with forks and knives, especially in a nobleman's house. Is
3: this a like a knife knife or a butter knife?
0: Or uh, like a uh, I would say a knife knife because you've got different kinds of meats. I would like to discreetly pocket this knife while
3: he's distracted by Dahlia.
0: Okay. Uh make me a sleight of hand check. 9. A nine? <laughs> uh Everyone sitting around you notices you do this, but nobody says anything to you about it. Well,
3: see, I don't actually put it in my pocket; I just (laughs) sort of like wipe it on my pants and then set it right there.
0: Okay, okay.
1: (laughs) Darius looks at you and just, just kind of uh, for a second pauses when he's chewing and uh, smiles, and then uh, continues continues to chew and eat.
3: I look back at Darius with, and I try to form the expression like, if you want this not to turn violent, you might want to take the lead. (laughs) (laughs) If that can be expressed (laughs) in a look.
1: Managaming it a little bit. Darius is thinking about their uh, nice big knife that he has in the boot. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That they didn't actually take from them. all
0: three of you are like so, preparing for a fight and I have we, no intention for this to go that direction
2: <laughs> like same. this is up to
0: you guys to go if that way if it does way. we might
3: need that Super Bowl
0: <laughs> just letting you know
2: you you let us build murder hobos. <laughs> yeah, like I don't uh, have to tell you
0: <laughs> so uh the festivities start continue uh and you during this uh tumbling performance um you all kind of check in with Frederick, just looking over at him. And you see that he's sitting next to a man who appears to be um, someone of very high stature in the military, uh, the city military. And uh, Frederick just has a huge smile on his face. He looks like he's having the time of his life. But as uh, the bards start to wrap up uh, their performance... Did they do a good job? Let's find out.
2: Or is one of them going to die later?
0: (laughs) If one of them nat ones, maybe. Oh, shit. We got a nat 20, a 3, and a (laughs) 6. Or a (laughs) 3 and a 9, rather.
4: One of those guys was good, but the other two were bumbling bull.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say uh, the one that rolls the nat 20, I, I would say one of them appears to be a bit older than the other two. The older two, uh, they all bear striking resemblance to to each other, so it might be like a father and his two sons kind of thing. Uh, and the two sons seem to be a bit more inexperienced, but the dad does a good enough job that it's <laughs> distracting from the other crappiness. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but as they as they wrap up and leave uh uh Mr. Silvertail claps his hands and says uh thank you everyone it's been a fantastic evening i'm sure we've all enjoyed ourselves and now um i must ask everyone but uh my distinguished guest here to leave
2: Dahlia starts to get up from the table like she's going to be excused <laughs>
0: and he uh he says oh no you're one of Guests dear. you,
2: she wishes she weren't, but she sits back down.
3: I would like, I, once all the guests clear out, I would like to say something to Silvertail.
0: Uh, it seems like this was maybe talked about beforehand because as soon as he says this, everyone sitting around the table, except for Frederick, uh, stands up and they go to leave, and you see that like military guy grab Frederick by the shoulder and kind of Along, man. And uh, he leaves with him. But as they're leaving, uh, he kind of looks over his shoulder at the three of you sitting there and gives you uh, like a really enthusiastic wave and a big smile. He's like, thanks, guys.
2: <laughs>
0: so as everybody leaves the room um, and the doors are closed behind them, Mr. Silvertail uh, actually stands up and he says, uh, please uh, come with me into the study and leads you into another room just off the dining room. Um, that is, all the walls are covered in bookcases. It's, everything is very rich looking, dark mahogany wood that's been shined to an almost reflective surface everywhere. Nice brass fittings on everything. Uh, comfortable chairs sitting around. And he, as he's leading you in there, um, do you guys willingly go in or are you, Nobody's going to fight this. (laughs) I just want to give you the options.
3: (laughs) No, uh, not only am I going to willingly follow him in, but now that we are not surrounded by people, I'm going to pretend like me ignoring him earlier didn't happen. Okay. And I'm going to be like,
4: So, Silvertail, if you want to get in on this, you got to tell me what you bring to the table. And, and you gotta tell me Who your guy is Cause I don't work with people I can't trust
5: Well <laughs> I uh,
0: I have no problem uh, Revealing these things to you But um, why don't we go ahead and sit down First and we'll we'll have some coffee And um, Maybe some, some alcohol If you, if you would like yeah. Dahlia
2: remains Standing by the by the, like, as close to the door as she can be.
4: We got some trust issues we gotta deal with before we can drink and be merry and such. All right,
0: I understand, I understand.
1: Um, so, um, Daria says, I need to uh, drink heavily to get always the death of my uh, mother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your best meat.
1: Yeah, it may have, may have been about, uh, 18 dog years ago,
0: but still, you know. He actually walks over to a desk sitting in the corner, and he says, okay, um, well, I've actually got a whole presentation ready. I, I, um, just give me one minute. And he kind of fumbles with some stuff, and he sets up an, a, uh, an easel, what looks like an easel, and he sets up a big <laughs> giant pad of paper, and it looks like…
3: I'd like to peruse his bookshelf. While we're, he, he's doing that. Okay, uh,
0: roll me a investigation or not investigate uh, Perception. <laughs> Shit. What would that be if you're just like, are you looking for something in particular? Or are you just like looking? Uh,
3: like anything blatantly evil. You know? <laughs> okay, like, no. I Is, I it, say is without, there a book on death magic? Without, ha- without like,
0: no. Um, how to crucify your <laughs> mom? I'm not going to make you roll. You, as, as you're walking around, you notice that most of his collection is, like, great works of fiction, but that seem to be, um, you know, from as early like in most
3: people's bookshelf tells the story of what they're into what their interest yeah uh, it gives you an idea of most of them owner. seem to be
0: like histories mm. and uh books that were written in the kind of dawn of civilized dog civilization
3: <laughs> okay so he comes off as like a scholar story. kind of a
0: historian okay yeah
2: he's just got a bunch of Bibles. Pre- pretty much yep yep <laughs>
0: Uh, but no, it seems like he's from his book collection that he's very interested in history and people and family lineages. There's a, a whole section about, you know, family lineages and um, nobility, family can, can trees. Can I
3: find something on me? Like, can I find something on Oh, yeah. Me? There's,
0: I mean, you would immediately pick out, like, you, you would see as you're looking through this that there's a book with your last name on it. Just roughhouse and as you flip through it you see that it has pretty much information on pretty much everyone in your history a lot of it on the shadier side of your family's history is obviously false just knowing what you know about your history but for the most part they got all the good stuff right
3: uh I set it down on the desk and I'm gonna be like this is gonna be part of the
4: deal
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) <laughs> okay um well and so he uh <laughs> he's got this easel with all this paper um sitting on it and uh he
1: oh so I thought we were gonna do a I thought we were gonna do a uh a, a powerful presentation yes, exactly no? it's a well <laughs> it's
3: an early form <laughs> um, well played we're on that one for a good minute good
0: job good job <laughs> 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 uh he starts to um flip these papers over and and give you an explanation of his, um, five tier system for all of you to become exorbitantly rich and wealthy and, um, or exorbitantly wealthy and famous, basically become the ruling class of this world.
2: He's brought us in for a pyramid yeah, scheme.
0: Exactly. But a
3: world domination uh, pyramid scheme.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, because as as he's going through this he explains that um this artifact that the wizard has sent you to get um he knows that it it basically just grants wishes it it gives you whatever you truly want and he feels with every fiber of his being that he should be in charge of everything uh, and he's actually got like one of the <laughs> slides is actually like a really logical, uh, well-structured argument on why he should be uh, the ruler of everything, and it kind of convincing. I but then like you realize DM this guy produced that slide kind of a douchebag as well. So.
2: <laughs> can can I uh, can I roll a sense motive?
0: Sure. Is that is that a thing you can do?
2: That's a thing. It's the replacement for Insight. Okay. (laughs) That is a 12.
0: Uh, You can tell that, like, everything he's telling you, I mean, he's not trying to lie to you. I mean, he's being pretty straightforward about, like, hey, basically, don't go give that staff back to the wizard. Bring it to me, and we'll, we'll rule the world together.
2: But he doesn't have, like... Evil motives behind that? Like he really thinks that he's the best person for this job?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he just he he, that I mean that's what you get from it is that he he seems like he just feels like he's the best person to to run the world. Um, And Darius uh, Darius
1: yawns a little bit, but uh, just goes back over to the jug and pours some more Uh, wine. Just keeps as he gets
3: to the. Oh yeah, go ahead. Now that Roger knows what this stick does, he's seriously considering keeping (laughs) it and putting it inside his giant mountain shaped like McGraw. The
0: wizard...
2: We were
3: told what the stick does. (laughs) I was going to say.
2: This isn't new information.
3: (laughs) I like the idea that it's new information. Wait, wait, I wasn't listening the first time. It might not have
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like one hell of a stick, guys. Um, The wizard also did
0: uh, warn you that while yes it does it's sort of a monkey's paw situation like it's very dangerous you have to be very 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 specific and like you can't let there be any room for it go to go wrong in any way uh, but as as uh, patrick is getting to the end of his presentation uh, he kind of turns over the last page and it has got a conclusion, he says, uh, in conclusion, if, um, the three of you bring me the staff, um, we will all rule this world together. Um, we will parcel it up into four sections and, um, of course we will work together. I, I am not so, um, egotistical that I think I can run it by myself, but I think with the plans that I've devised from my many years of uh, researching history and uh, watching trends in society uh, would give us the foundation for a world that um, could possibly travel to the stars someday. Did you know that man traveled to the stars at one point before their downfall? <laughs> so...
2: Yeah, I'm a I'm a mutt but I'm not uneducated.